Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Brian. This is Janice Malone with CNN. You're with CNN. With Film Festival Radio. I think I'm with CNN. Yeah, with CNN. I'm just, this has been a very long day here, but. It it has, yeah. (laughs) Well, Brian, I would imagine uh, covering the Oscars, you have probably been up all night, or have you? Uh, No, I I wasn't up all night, but I didn't get much sleep. Well, okay. So yeah, it's been it's it's been it's been a long day. So it's a long day indeed. I I can definitely imagine that. Well, okay, let's just jump right in here. We're less than 24 hours after the big night. Okay. Um, award the uh, ratings down 58 percent since last year, all time low. And I know you wrote a big article uh, last week about the the ratings potentially. Ah. So what do you have to say about this? Well, I think it was predictable the ratings were going to be down. I think it's still jarring to see them down as far as they were. Um, you know, it, you don't have to go back that far uh, to, to when the Oscars were still doing more than 40 million viewers. So to see a less than $10 million, a $10 million, $10 million uh, viewer figure on the show is, is really kind of jaw-dropping if you know anything about the history you know the the truth is is that this has been this is more than just the oscars this has been award shows across the board it's been broadcast television generally across the board but um it still reflects you know i think that this was uh, one an unusual year and two that the sort of whole award show apparatus is in a kind of free fall right now and so of course, the pandemic is affecting everything in our lives, including especially entertainment. So, I mean, is it just the pandemic only about the downfall in the ratings? Or do you think, as some people are saying, that it's just the overall, maybe the theme and maybe some of the movies were not as, as popular or known this year? or just, Or is it a combination of a lot of things? I think it's really a combination of a lot of things. I think, you know, for for starters, there's just a dizzying amount of content available, um, and it's hard to keep track of anything and, you know, harder and harder for anything to break through. And the Oscars have, you know, have separated really from honoring popular movies. Um, There was a really interesting story in Variety a few weeks ago about how uh, since The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King won Best Picture in 2004, uh, not a single Best Picture winner has cracked the top ten at the box office, and actually the average position for one of them has been 48th uh, globally. So what you've seen is this sort of schism between the popular blockbuster films that people flock to the multiplex to see, you know, or used to, not too long ago, and the kind of movies that get awards attention. And, you know, it's I, I think there are a lot of factors at play here, but I do think that one of the the biggest things for an award show to overcome is when people uh, turn it on and haven't seen the nominees, aren't invested who win, in who wins, and have no rooting interest. And if you don't have that, I think it creates uh, some real hurdles that – you know, are hard to come no matter how many bells and whistles you put into the show. I've uh, been reading so many 
articles on social media and other places. Uh, some people have called this year's show uh, a woke fest. Uh, do you agree with that, or what's, what's your spin on that? No, you know, I, I, that's kind of a common complaint. And, um, you know, I mean, it was funny after the Golden Globes um, did terribly in in January, um, or I guess it was February. Uh, I, I, you know, I saw some people saying, "Well, that's you know, I don't want to be I don't want to be lectured to by Mark Ruffalo." And I, I was thinking, if you're really not going to watch the Golden Globes because you don't want to hear Mark Ruffalo mention climate change, you probably weren't going to watch the Golden Globes anyways. Okay. I mean, I think that that to an extent, I think there's certainly people who are turned off by that. But I really think that for you know, that's been well enough known long enough that it's been I think it's baked into the the numbers decline. So I think it I think it goes beyond that. Now, of course, you've covered the Academy Awards and these major film and television award shows for many years. Uh, were there any surprise wins or surprise losses for you that you had predicted or not predicted? Well, there were yeah, there Oh, go ahead. No, no, I just moved my tape there. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, there certainly were a few things I was surprised by. Um, you know, I thought uh, Chadwick Boseman was going to win. I thought there was just enough sentiment uh, around the, his, you know, very, very tragic and untimely death that it, it felt like there was this groundswell behind him. Um, and then, you know, Anthony Hopkins won at the BAFTAs, and uh, there was some question about, well, you know, that's not an unsentimental choice either. I mean, first off, he was uh, absolutely sensational in the movie The Father, and secondly, at 83 years old, he's the oldest person ever to win an Oscar and uh, in one of the acting categories, and, you know, for, a, for an industry that practices ageism as aggressively as Hollywood often does, that was that was kind of a nice thing, too. So I think that was the biggest surprise to me. Um, I had a, a feeling that Frances McDormand was going to win, but uh, I wouldn't certainly have been surprised to see three or four other people in that category win. But I think the I think the Bozeman one was the one that probably uh, you know would have blown up more Oscar pools than almost any other. I was really surprised that Mank didn't win with well, ten nominations in some of the bigger categories. Um, but I mean, they got what was it two, I believe. So that's better than zero, of course. Yeah, I mean, they got a couple of the technical awards. It was an it was an interesting year in the sense that nothing really dominated. Um, you know, you have those years where a movie goes in and and there's just momentum behind it and it sweeps seven or eight awards or you know nine, ten, eleven on the really big years. Um, this year, there. Uh, Nomadland won three awards, and then five other movies won two. So the wealth was really spread around among a lot of films. Um, I think, you know, I think the other thing that can't be kind of overlooked regarding this year is um, even with the extended award calendar and adding another two months to it because of the pandemic, uh, a number of movies that would have likely competed, not necessarily for Best Picture, but in other categories, were postponed and pushed out of eligibility so that they could get a theatrical release after things 
return to some greater sense of normalcy. And so a number of movies that might have made, you know, an, a dent or made some kind of noise in this year's awards simply weren't there. And I think it uh, it jumbled the nominations a bit also. Well, I just, I was kind of hoping that, that's just my personal hoping, uh, feeling through, uh, I was kind of hoping that it would have won. I, I'm kind of biased because I uh, interviewed the director, Doug Rowland, but that's just me. But it's still a good, <laughs> it's still a good film short. Well, okay, let me ask you a couple of last questions here. Um, this whole uh, not having a regular host, is that do you see that continuing on with the Oscars or what? You know, I think um, I think that's been a mistake. Um, I think the one year when the first year when they went without a host, um, I think it was interesting because it was an interesting experiment. I think every subsequent year it's been it's been a bad idea, and I think it's basically it's not so much because of what the host brings to the show but rather um, what the host brings to helping promote the show. You know, when Chris Rock hosted the Oscars, he wasn't really around that much. But the idea of having Chris Rock host the Oscars or Jon Stewart host the Oscars, what's he going to say? Even Billy Crystal, what's the video package going to look like this year, was something for people to kind of talk about and hang their hat on. And, you know, otherwise it's just an award show like every other award show um, or every other version of the Oscars, and, and there's nothing really new to say about it. So I think going without a host has been a mistake. And, you know, I think looking forward, I mean, I think they, they took advantage of the fact that they knew the ratings were going to be lower this year to experiment a bit with things like not handing out Best Picture last. Um, I think most of the changes they made were uh, misguided at best, and a few were were just downright strange. So, um, you know, I think they've had a chance to play with the format a little bit, and maybe they've learned um, some of the things that they might have thought about doing or people had wanted them to do, that once you saw them up on screen, like letting people talk and talk and talk, uh, really weren't such great ideas. Is the Academy open to suggestions, like a suggestion box, a golden suggestion box from the viewers, <laughs> the public? I mean, are they open to, you know, hey, why, why don't you do this or try this or, or, or what? Well, I don't, I don't know necessarily to the public, you know, and Lord knows I've dispensed enough of uh, unsolicited advice about, about the Oscars over the years. But, um, you know, I think, I think that oftentimes when you talk about, making changes to an award show, um, there's a tremendous amount of resistance within a group that has as much tradition built into it as the Academy. And a number like this, even though all award shows were down this year, the ratings that award shows got this year, they may be anomalous, they may not be this bad next year, you know, if things uh, are are better. But uh, I think it does create some incentive to make some changes. And, you know, I don't know exactly what that's going to be. A few years ago, the Oscars uh, floated the prospect of adding a popular film category to try to get something, you know, like a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie recognized within the show. It was shot down pretty quickly by the membership. Um, 
I, I suspect some of those kind of ideas will be floated again or will be back on the table. Um, and there may, you know, there may be less of an argument against them. And finally, well, one young lady who had a ball last night, of course, was the fabulous Glenn Close. I mean, she <laughs> she dropped it like it was hot. She twerked what she got. I mean, she was fabulous doing it on the butt. What's been, she was just, I just enjoyed her so much. So what's been the fallout in the comments this morning and this afternoon from her, from her performance on that, having fun? Well, you know, it, it was, that was great. And it was an example of one of those, in a weird sort of way, um, that's an example of one of the problems these award shows face, which was the moment where Glenn Close, you know, kind of did that and let her hair down um, was was great and it felt you know like it it was fun and it brought an energy to the show and it was on social media you know th seemingly three minutes after it happened on the show and that's one of the real hurdles that these all these award shows face now which is in the you know in the current age you don't necessarily have to sit through a three and a half hour telecast that's filled with a lot of filler and a lot of yawns and a lot of groans when all of the highlights are going to be there for you to enjoy a few minutes later if you're patient and have a working modem. Um, so, you know, it, it just seems like one of the things is, is that in a three-and-a-half-hour, even the best three-and-a-half-hour award show, there's probably ten minutes of really good stuff you need to see and I think a lot of people have lost the habit of feeling like they have to watch all that live. They'll just watch it after or watch it the next day. And I'm guilty as of doing that. So <laughs> I really am. I mean, schedules, you know what that's like better than anyone. But sometimes you just kind of have to fast forward through things like that. But uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it last year. I always enjoy it every year. But anyway, I know you've got a rest of your evening is jam-packed so thank you so much i really do enjoy your work and your writings on uh, cnn and so thank you for chatting with us and giving us some backstory behind the scenes post academy awards insight thank you thank you so much okay take care bye-bye all right bye-bye Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.